Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 28, subject to change. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Shallow right center, long run, but Michael gets there. Throw it back to first, may have a play. Double the ball, and maybe a triple play. It is unbelievable. Just how they drew it up. Well, if it wasn't Cloudy, I would now be checking for a full moon. No question about it. We have seen it all tonight. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It has been a great wide-open Wednesday, folks. And we're about to have Pat Bradley joining us, thanks to Motor Sports Authority. But I do have some breaking news, some really cool news. At least I think it's pretty cool. Dealing with the Razorback basketball team. No, nobody's been added officially to the roster yet. But it has just been announced, hot off the press, that the Arkansas Razorback men's basketball team will be hosting a an exhibition game for charity against the Purdue Boilmakers and Bud Walton Arena. How about that? Zach Eady, the player of the year, who's back at Purdue, He's going to be coming to Bud Walton Arena as part of a charity game in the exhibition slate. And uh, the game is going to be on October 28th. Tip-off is set for 3 p.m. And as a heads up, because the U of A wants you to know this, this is not part of the season ticket package. So if you're wanting to go to this game, uh, this is a completely separate ordeal. But one of the best things, if not the best thing about it all, is that the proceeds from the game will go to the United Way to assist with relief efforts from the tornadoes that affected Arkansas earlier this year. So how about that? Another key, really great, and really great cause for uh, Arkansas men's basketball and having that game against Purdue this season. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll see more of that. We saw it last year with Arkansas and Texas and now Arkansas-Purdue, and this is something that they've talked about in college basketball for a while playing some of these games and they've even talked about doing it in the summer when uh in the depth of the off season for college basketball just to kind of keep players in shape and getting them to see some different teams because they play against each other but they like to play against other competition and uh, this is a really cool thing too because not only do you have to have a uh, a key component but you're talking about purdue and duke will be playing in bud walton arena this year granted one game counts and the other one doesn't towards the schedule but still, it's going to be a, a really cool thing. And uh, Zach Eady, I guess somebody said just tweeted, he's like, it's going to be the tallest player in Bud Walton history. I'm like, I don't think it is. He's like seven four. I still think was it was was he him and Vanover about the same size? Not Vanover, maybe still was Connor Vanover. That is no, he's still not taller. quite as tall. Okay, yeah. Well, maybe he is the tallest one. I don't know. Not that it matters, but still, pretty historical, pretty cool thing. And I'm sure we'll talk about that and a lot more as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And welcome in our guy, Pat Bradley. Thanks to Motorsports Authority and PB, as always. Appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Doing good, doing good. How uh, are you gentlemen doing? We're doing no, great. Everything's good. Yeah, we're doing great, PB. In fact, uh, 
sure you uh, were hearing us talk about it. What do you think? Arkansas-Purdue in an exhibition game before the season starts for charity? How about that in Bud Walton Arena? Yeah, it's good. Um, you know, we've, we've had years where uh, teams will scrimmage each other, but they don't talk about it. And uh, so it's good to see that. I know Joe referenced the Texas game uh, last year, which fantastic get a chance to, to get those guys in front of uh, you know, in front of some crowd and and uh, play some high level basketball before it really means something. So I'm I'm glad they're doing it. Uh, like I said, there were some teams that would scrimmage in the past uh, that was you know sort of flew under the radar. Um, so this is good for everybody, especially charity. And the other thing is. You know, we most teams have gone away from the midnight madness, which always was a sort of a great way to have a charity event because the entrance for midnight madness was you bring a canned food, uh, you know, get introduced to the team, and obviously we're just playing against each other. But so uh, it's a good introduction to the team officially in a way, since there's not. I don't think they do like a real. Midnight Madness event. Do they? Or they, would, they must have something, though. I guess the Red Vikings, they do that, which which they held in Barnhill last year. That was a really good event, actually. PB, is that something you'd like to see more of, especially with some of the talk that's been put out there that they're even talking about doing some of this in the summer in the where sun? you schedule yeah. some games? Well, Freak, the thing is, like, these, these guys are on campus most of the summer anyway. And just because it's the facilities and the housing and the the nutrition, you know, years ago, everything was shut down in the summer. You know, like the chow hall was, was shut down, all those things. So it didn't really make a lot of sense to spend your summers on campus. Um, and, and not to mention, you know, we would go back to our hometowns and we'd play in uh, – you know, pro-am leagues, we called them. You know, we had one in Boston where uh, college players and professional players w- would you know, play games in the summertime. Um, but with the NCAA easing up restrictions on practice times in the summer and workout times with players and those types of things, yeah, it makes sense because the guys are on campus so they're just basically scrimmaging against each other. And So why not bring it? I think uh, Coach Cal had a good idea. I think he, he was talking about having, I don't know if it was tournaments or basically presenting it to like the SEC network <laughs> to have these games for content. And, you know, we know from, you know, last year, obviously, I think, well, Kentucky was just on ESPN and SEC network. They were playing in Canada. Um, but, yeah, I, I would think t- TV ESPN, SEC Network would, would love that kind of content. Are you kidding me? On a slow July 29th, you know what I mean, to show Auburn, Arkansas, or whatever it is, uh, playing a game, or even if it is out of conference, uh, that would be, that'd be great too. And I think most teams would be down for it. It's just a matter of figuring out, you know, where you're going to do it and all that. Because, like, you know, last year when Arkansas played Texas in the exhibition, they did it at Texas, and then this year Purdue's coming here. But uh, even seeing the other day where uh, North Carolina and Kansas signed a home-and-home deal actually in the regular season for the next two years, it seems like those things are more rare because when you got big programs, it's almost like a fight over, all right, well, where are we going to play? I want to play here, but you want to play there. So I feel like that's honestly, when it comes to big teams, Probably the biggest issue is just trying to figure out where they're going to end up playing it. Well, there's two two schools of thought there. Um, you know, going, going back to Coach Cal again, you know, he famously didn't want to play really any major teams on their home court, and he want to play a neutral court. And his excuse was, "Well, we, you know, we want to get ready for the tournament, neutral court, right? Neutral court tournament." Which I get, however, um, you know, it, it does sort of take away a little bit of the excitement when you don't play, you know, you know, two out-of-conference teams at, at the uh, home court. It, that I, I get why coaches don't want to do it. But then again, it's like, 
the way they do the tournament now, if you if you go to Indiana and lose in a non-conference game, you're not going to get kept out of the NCAA tournament for that. So, you know, in the back of every coach's mind is, obviously, we got to get into the tournament. And, you know, maybe, maybe in the past, you know, they looked at it as a negative to schedule those games because you go there just to lose or obviously you you, you have, you know, it's going to be a tall task to win there. But I think, though, you know, I think it's looked at differently now, and it should be. So hopefully we'll get more of those where, you know, it's not North Carolina, you know, versus Kansas at a neutral court at the, you know, in the Bahamas. It's actually, you know, at each other's court, which I think, listen, when we got Syracuse in there a few years back, when we got, I mean, you can almost count it on one hand how often we've gotten really great basketball non-conference programs. You know, Oklahoma, Texas, obviously, but that's kind of regional. Michigan really, had one year, too. I think Michigan was one. Michigan, yeah, yeah. And and we actually went up to Michigan. We played at Michigan. Um, I, was, I was at that game, actually, and it was very, just very, I was at the Iowa State game. We went and played at, at Iowa State. Um, that's Coach Zimmerman. Coach Matt Zimmerman was the scheduler back then, and, and I've talked to him about it many times and, and how he went about trying to schedule those games. It's pretty interesting. You guys should have him on um, sometime and, and, and talk to him about how he used to schedule games and sort of the sometimes it's difficult and sometimes it's easy. <laughs> sometimes it's like, you know, you call in Michigan and they're like, yeah, we're looking for a game. We'll look for a game. All right, what date? Perfect, we'll do it. And it just works like that. And then sometimes, you know, it takes forever to find a, uh, to fill out your schedule. So I'm all for that. I've always said we should play every year everybody that's on our border of the state and you know which would be Oklahoma State Oklahoma Texas Missouri now in the league you know we used to play Missouri in the non-conference when I played uh, but we whooped them so bad that they ended that <laughs> Memphis we used to play Memphis we whooped them so bad they ended that um is basically what happened. <laughs> so we should get Memphis back on the schedule. Oklahoma State, obviously Oklahoma, Texas will be. Um, and I don't know if I'm leaving any of them out, but I feel like you should play all of your border schools. That's just a built-in rivalry and fun. That's the one that needs to happen, though, PB, is Arkansas and Memphis. If nothing else, just to get back into that recruiting area and that recruiting base where you know there are a number of good players coming from that area. There, there always is, and I think, yeah, that would be great because, you know, for proximity, you know, part of recruiting is, you know, there, there still is that level of recruiting where a player likes to be close to so his family and friends can come and watch him play. Um, you know, I think Coach Moss has done a great job in opening up, you know, the entire country for recruiting. And I think we've benefited as a program from having the state of Texas and especially Dallas just go, you know, over the last decade, they've just, the town out of Texas, out of Dallas is just off the charts. So that's obviously great for us. But, um, yeah, Memphis has always been good. But then again, it's like, you know, if you have Penny Hardaway, um, do you want that? <laughs> do you want do you want the Razorbacks rolling in once again to steal all your talent like they did in the 90s? I don't know if you want that. No, no, mm-hmm. they don't want it. No, and, and uh, of course they don't want it. I mean, that's, and that's part of it because the Razorback brand and logo in the city of Memphis is gigantic. And it, you know, because there's still plenty of, plenty of folks out there who um, remember, obviously, Todd Day, uh, going back, you know, many of them, Corey Beck and those guys, Dwight Stewart, and I'm, I'm probably, who was it? Was, was Ron from there? I forget a couple other guys. Um, so they, they still, you know, hold the Razorback logo in very high regard. 
Speaking with Pat Bradley, thanks to Motorsports Authority here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. By the way, PB, uh, I went ahead and took your advice. We're having Coach Z on in the 3 o'clock hour to talk to us about scheduling because uh, I, I think it's pretty fascinating nice. how uh, all that plays out because I I always looked at it as it well, like I'll a... will be listening. You go, good, good. Yeah, because yeah, I've always... Ask wanted... some detailed questions. I mean, he's, you know, Coach, there's nobody... There's very few resources better than, than Coach Z because he... You know, he he walked the walk. You know, obviously mm-hmm. he's a military man, high school basketball coach, um, coach basketball camp, was a basketball manager, was an assistant coach, a head coach, obviously on um, you know high school level, but you know was at UAB Missouri, went to an elite eight. Um, there's very few people that are better resource than Coach Z. Well, because I always looked at it too, PB, when scheduling in basketball, is it kind of like it is in you know like Major League Baseball when it's negotiating players and trades and stuff? It's like, all right, so what are you going to give us? Is it like I, that's the thing I've always been curious of? How much in depth negotiating is there to try to get teams? Because you want to have big programs on your schedule, but big programs normally only want to play other big programs. So you know you got to be to a certain yeah. level and get it all worked out, well, and then you know home and homer is a well, neutral side, to, all that. One thing to ask them: ask them about what. EV comes into it because I'm not sure if I talked to him about that but I'd be curious you know if for instance you know like that Michigan game at Michigan um, I don't know if it was an ESPN game or a CBS game I forget but I'm just you know kind of curious because these networks want they they need they need a big time game you know you, I mean you put Arkansas Michigan you know, two top twenty-five all-time programs. That's that's going to get some eyeballs. So, but yeah, it'd be fun to talk to him about that because he mentioned how some of it's easy and some of it is not very easy. What uh, what games would you like to see then? Like, are there certain schools out there that you would like to see Arkansas play against? I mean, good competition is always going to be great for that time of the year where you kind of see where you stack up, but um, are there certain teams or maybe conferences you want to see competing against? I I think it would be, and again, you got the player and you got the coach and you got the athletic director, and all three of them sort of have their own way of wanting things. And so, you know, as a player, I, you know, I'll give you an example. So, Coach Wayne Stellick, who was our scheduler when I played, he, um, I think he's now in the, I think he's with Springdale or Bentonville School District. So he was trying to schedule BC, and they would never take the game. Um, so that, you know, I could go back home and people could come to the game. BC wouldn't take the game. I don't know if he tried UMass. Um, but I mean, personally, so I, I don't know where the guys are from on the team, but I, as a player, would would want my coaches to look at scheduling a game in the area that I'm from, selfishly. The coach, obviously, probably has his ideas of where he wants to schedule games, whether it's East Coast, West Coast, North, South. Um, you know, and the AD, obviously, like, we just need W's, man. Just get me W's. <laughs> so... But, um, you know who uses that philosophy, though, in uh, women's college basketball is Gino Oriyama because he recruits nationwide, and that's what he tells right. the recruits. If you come to UConn, then we'll make sure in your time here we're going to try to get a game against a team in your home area where you are able to play in front of your family. Right, exactly. I mean, that's that's a great recruiting pitch. Now, the, the 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 other side of that is obviously you've got to have the other team agree, and usually you find you know you can find some folks to agree on that. Um, you know, it's it's it, there is a lot. Like I said, it's it, there's a lot that goes into it, but then again, it could be so simple, you know, because all it takes is a yes, yes, like okay, you know, it's like <laughs> meeting, you know, it's it's like meeting a fine lady. You look in her eyes and she's yes. Yeah, I'm yes. That's it. <laughs> and the deal is done. Thought well, you were talking about something different with a yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and sometimes it's, uh, 
It's a very complicated dance. <laughs> Well, uh, PV, another thing, uh, maybe an element they'll be into it later, say for the SEC, like imagine if they added 20 conference games total, you know, and uh, had that when Texas and Oklahoma join, and then you throw in having the SEC-ACC challenge, and you throw in these preseason tournaments, you know, it almost gets to the point to where uh, the scheduling of a lot of these opponents may be tougher just because you have a lesser amount of games to be able to bring in with non-conference especially which can be good and can be bad because, hey, those schedules take care of themselves because they're part of an event, but you also want to have some flexibility in making sure you get some teams that can help your resume, but as you put it, get some W's too. Well, so, I mean, I said the same thing about football. I mean, what's going to end up happening is, you know, you, you're going to push out the small schools. And because the way, you know, if you open up the college football playoff, the 12, and you have 40 bowl games, you know, and you, all you got to do is some years just win five games to go to a bowl. Or in college basketball, it's, it's a much different system in how you get into the NCAA tournament. You don't have to buy games. I don't like buy. I don't like to buy games. I don't think any fans like to buy games. I don't like watching a Razorback football team win 75 to 12. That is not fun. I mean, I turn the game off after the first quarter. Or maybe after the first hmm. set of the down. So, but what you, it's a billion-dollar industry. The NCAA should still support those smaller schools financially so that they don't have to go and get their brains beat out. You know, like I look at, it always catches my eye because UMass Amherst football program has become sort of like the newest team to go play SEC schools and get your uh, brains beat out for money. And they were always they're going to Georgia, they're going to the, you know all these different SEC schools. Now, obviously, it's a guaranteed win for those other schools. But, um, and it's a, yeah, it's a great experience for the players, too. I will give you that. Hey, PB, we got to run, but as always, we appreciate you coming on. Appreciate Motorsports Authority for making it all possible. We got more Out of Bounds on Wide Open Wednesday coming up next. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. Sports Center. The Arkansas Travelers won yesterday's game with the Northwest Arkansas Naturals 4-3. Those two teams will go at it again at Dickey Stevens Park tonight at 6.35. Coverage will be on 106.7 Buzz 2. In the NFL, big extensions continue to be given out. Yesterday, Cowboys cornerback Trevon Diggs received a five-year $97 million extension. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert received a five-year $262.5 million extension. In 2025, the first year of the extension, he will receive $100 million, topping the previous high of 80 million. Herbert also has 218.7 million guaranteed in the deal. And this morning, Giants left tackle Andrew Thomas agreed to a five-year, 117.5 million dollar extension. It includes offensive line record, 67 million guaranteed. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Stone's Throw Brewing's Block on the Rock 10th Annual Birthday Bash benefiting Preserve Arkansas is this Saturday, July 29th. Stone's Throw Brewing is shutting down Rock Street and having a big old party. Food trucks, beer from Stone's Throw and other Arkansas breweries and live music featuring big damn horns. $10 gate admission or $75 for VIP. Visit Stone's Throw Brewing on Facebook or stonethrowbeer.com for more details and to purchase tickets. Attention Saline County car owners who need a free car wash. Splash Car Wash is now open in Bryant, celebrating with free best washes all week long. You'll leave feeling amazing because your ride looks so good and you didn't spend a dime. Free car washes this week only at Splash Car Wash, Reynolds Road in Bryant. Honey, let's pull in here and look at some cars. That sounds good. 
Hey, here's my card. What are we looking for today? Here's my Come card. Inside. Want to take a test drive? Ever pull into a dealership and feel like you're in a feeding frenzy on Shark Week? It's not that way at Watney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Watney's sales team is big on product knowledge and low on pressure. Summer's here, and with 2023 Sierra at just 0.9%, you're going to need a bigger boat. Double down with an additional $12.50 off with eligible trade. Plus, take a bite out of your vacation budget with no payments for the rest of the summer. This dealership really feels like we're on Shark Week. Yeah, and we don't have a shark cage. We're headed to Guatney Buick GMC. Guatney Buick GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guatney Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewskies and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewskies. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. Cord TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America in the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Went to the liquor store. I loaded up with alcohol. More specifically, vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka. More whiskey and more beer. Because I wasn't just going to sit around for a couple of hours in Jonesboro. I was going to drink all night long. On 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate Pat Bradley joining us in the previous segment and really appreciate Motorsports Authority for making it happen each and every week here on Out of Bounds. And uh, I'll tell you this, uh, we got a few things that we're going to dive into. Again, Matt Zimmerman will be joining us in about half an hour. Looking forward to that. But there's a great event happening tonight with Rock and Roll Sushi and their birthday bash at the hall right there on 9th Street where doors are opening at 6 p.m. And we have a pair of tickets to give away to this awesome event where the Velcro Pygmies will be performing, as well as Hold on Hollywood. So we're going to have some fun with this. We're going to do a trivia question for you. It has to actually deal with something I thought was interesting got put up about Razorback football in postseason awards. So if you want a chance to win a pair of tickets to tonight's event at the Hall with Rock and Roll Sushi's Birthday Bash, call in right now. We'll line them up at 501-661-1037. 661-1037. Because, uh, again, it's going to be a great event that uh, is going to be transpiring at the Hall. And we know uh, Chris over there at Rock and Roll Sushi, we always appreciate him uh, being a part of 103.7 The Buzz, but also uh, bringing in a, a lot of uh, great food. Because that's my favorite thing about uh, Chris coming in. No, I'm kidding, Chris, if you're listening. You know, we, we have some fun with you uh, no matter what, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll have some uh, fun with you too in, uh, this night, in tonight's event. So, again, if you want to get in on it, this great event tonight, just call in at 501-661-1037, and we'll make that work for you. Uh, also, on our text line, 
Comes from the 501, says, playing Memphis in Little Rock would be good and a good excuse to get an extra game in Little Rock. Well, I, I like the idea behind it, but we know that those games are going to usually reserve those to be played in Bud Walton Arena just for the same reasons that marquee games in football will be played in Razorback Stadium. It's about the money. It's about the uh, the exposure and, and everything to go along with it. So, yeah, biggest games will always be played in those home arenas. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, but good text in there. Um, so this one's kind of a – I feel like it's an easy one. Well, not an easy one. It should be one that if you just think about it uh, for the trivia question – uh, hopefully people get it. I, and if you read HawkSports.com, it was on there this morning. So hopefully uh, we can make that happen with uh, John and Little Rock, who uh, gets first crack at it. You ready for it, John? Yeah. Okay, so here's your here's your trivia question. You get it right, you get to go to the great rock and roll sushi event on their birthday bash tonight. So in the history of Razorback football being in the SEC, there has only been one quarterback one quarterback to ever be first-team All-SEC postseason awards. We're not talking about preseason. talking about postseason awards. All right? First-team All-SEC. Can you name that quarterback? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Ryan Mallett. Oh, close, but no, John. It was not Ryan Mallett, but you are extremely close. By the way, folks, if you're calling for these tickets, just as a reminder – you got to pick them up by 4.30 today here at our station in that 2400 Cottondale Lane because uh, that's when we close up. It's 2400 Cottondale Lane, right? right? Yep. Okay, just want to make sure. Uh, my old address used to be 2200, but 2400 Cottondale Lane, you got to be here by 4 o'clock to pick up these tickets. 4.30. Or 4.30, excuse me, 4.30 if you want to pick up these tickets because uh, the event does start at 6. Uh, I was going to go to Richard and Sherwood, but I guess he's not there. Well, Richard is like, yeah, I'm out. I can't make it by 4.30. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I get it. it. It's tough. It's tough, but... Uh, it's it's an event worth going to for sure, and uh, we'll get some. Uh, we got a lot of other people calling in, and we'll we'll have that. But no, it was not Ryan Mallett, and that was a great guess. I was a little surprised because for some reason I thought that Arkansas never had a quarterback first team All SEC in the postseason. But I knew they had preseason, but I didn't know postseason. So that was pretty fascinating to see that stat thrown out, and with the postseason or preseason awards being predicted when it comes to oh these are the ones we feel like is going to be first team and. Yada yada yada. Uh, I thought that that would be the case, maybe with uh, uh, with some other quarterbacks involved. But nope, that's uh, actually a good one for Arkansas. So let's give Adam and North Little Rock a shot. Adam, what you got? Uh, was it Tyler Wilson? That's right. It was Tyler Wilson. How about that? Nice. Tyler Wilson was the only and has been the only Razorback quarterback to be first team All SEC at the end of the season because preseason doesn't matter. And that was in 2011 after Arkansas. Went to the Cotton Bowl, and he was able to win that prestigious award. So congratulations, Adam. You got the trivia tri- tri- question right. And we're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets to the Rock and Roll Sushi Birthday Bash tonight at the Hall at 6 p.m. Sounds great, man. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate you, Adam. We'll uh, get your information real quick, and we'll knock it out. Uh, but, yeah, Tyler Wilson. And, you know, Ryan Mallett, I think, was preseason one year in 2010. And that was before people knew what Cam Newton was going to do. Actually, no, that year was Tim Tebow. There's a lot of great quarterbacks during that front. You think about that in 2010 alone in the SEC. You had Cam Newton. You had Ryan Mallett. You had Tim Tebow. You had Aaron Murray, Georgia quarterback, who was a really good quarterback in college. I want to say also during that time, I'm trying to think of his name now, South Carolina. Or maybe he wasn't that great. Uh, Garcia? I think, yeah, Steven Garcia and Con- was his name Connor, too, that was there, Connor or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, overall, there was there was a lot of really good quarterbacks during that time frame. So to, for Tyler to be first-team All-SEC in 2011 uh, just kind of shows uh, how, how good he was that season, knowing how many great quarterbacks were playing. Uh, A.J. McCarron, right? Was he during that time? I think it was Pat post-Greg McElroy in 2011. I think it was when A.J. McCarron came along. For Alabama, so and won a number of championships. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, uh, two of them. He, he played well though. Whenever he did get an opportunity at the NFL level, he was thought to be one of those guys that was a backup quarterback would go elsewhere and get paid. The timing on that just never panned out. Yeah, and he was trying to shake that stigma for Alabama quarterbacks, where it's like, oh, you know, you just are a game manager around all this other talent. You know, they said that about Greg McElroy and. 
Uh, also about, oh man, the guy's name escaped me before, Greg McRoy, that had three names. Uh, John Parker Wilson. Thank you, John Parker Wilson from Hoover High. Uh, they said, that oh, you're just... show too. Yes, it was. Two-a-days on MTV. I used to watch that all the time. And, man, I'm just speaking of shows, I know we're kind of going off a tangent. It's Wide Open Wednesday. Who cares? Do you remember Playmakers? Did you ever watch Playmakers yeah. on ESPN? Yeah, uh, no. No, I take that back. Did okay. not watch Playmakers. Okay. Uh, that was the uh, show that was loosely based on the NFL that ESPN produced. And it was like a drama in the early, mid-2000s. Yeah. And I was going on YouTube, and I saw the other day that someone had posted an entire first episode of that. I don't know if it was, it was probably done illegally, but went back and watched it. I was like, man. It's amazing how ESPN changed because that was pretty controversial. It's talking about you know steroids and talking about gambling and all these things that again, no NFL was mentioned, none of that. Mm-hmm. But you could tell where it was going. But I was like, man, that was a great show. That See, I mixed that up with I thought you were talking about Ballers, which was on oh, HBO. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson, but same type of concept though. Right, right, yeah. Ballers, I need to watch too. There's so many shows I need to watch. And also with AJ McCarron, he. Speaking of XFL and Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. A.J. McCarron plays in the XFL. Now, he did turn down some NFL opportunities simply because he said he wanted his kids to see him play as a starting quarterback and them really knowing how the game is now and them understanding certain things about it as opposed to being in the NFL, being a backup, being on the sideline. That was something that really resonated with him where he wanted to make that connection with his kids actively playing and them understanding the game so he currently plays in the xfl kudos to him for that because not many people w- would look at it that way where i'm sure even as a backup quarterback in the nfl you would get paid a lot more than what you do in the xfl but uh, he's probably gotten to a point in his life too where he's like hey i've made i've made enough money and uh, that's not the most important thing i'd rather my kids be able to actually see me play and uh, see me in action and be able to learn from the games that's a cool thing i did not know that I did not know that, but I just remember he had the tattoo on his chest. Like, literally, it was like a, an entire eagle <laughs> from <laughs> from one side to the other on his chest. But uh, he, he, was a, he was a good quarterback, and then after that is when Alabama kind of went through these, like, one-year quarterbacks. Like, Jacob Coker was there one year, and uh, uh, there was the guy in 2014 that was only there for a year. Was it Blake Sims? Blake Sims, yeah. That's yeah. his name, yeah. So, he was only there for a short period of time, and really until they got... Like Jalen Hurts and then Tua and then of course Mac Jones. Like it's when they really started churning out pros and and that imagine getting, that too. Now yeah. they have four NFL starting quarterbacks and three of them that were all there at the same time. That's true. Now with Bryce Young being a starter, four of them. And was that in a six year span that they all played at Alabama? Yeah, impressive, impressive. And it's not even like because we'll see what happens with Bryce Young, but like those other three quarterbacks. Are starters like you know not just in the NFL like they are starting for their teams, and you know there's a lot of places that are in college football especially where if they get a quarterback in the NFL that stays for a while, that, like that's a good thing that's a cool thing but to get three starters all within that short span and being on the same team, I don't know if uh, how often you'll ever see that again but it seems like that's a pretty rare yeah occasion. it will be a rarity yeah I've always felt like that was going to be the case with like USC quarterbacks for well a the while, thing about but. it is now quarterbacks and players in general there's so much movement so if especially at the quarterback position you get a certain place and you're not playing most likely you're getting in the portal and going somewhere else that's a good point you know the days of uh, what was it the Carson Palmer to the Matt Liner to the John David Booty to the Matt Barkley like just where they you know where we kept man what about behind it yep just being behind him and then learn or Mark Sanchez can't forget him uh, but that just be building behind him and keep on going keep on making that work uh, a few places were kind of known for that and, and turning out some high-quality quarterbacks time after time after time. Uh, I think Texas was that way with uh, Bench Young, the Colt McCoy. And Oklahoma had the same thing going on here recently, true. too, like true. Bama. Man. But yeah. there's some crossover with Jalen Hurts. Hmm. Yeah, man. Imagine uh, having the life that he's had so far. If he can get that Super Bowl, which I think he will with the Eagles, man, he's that's, quite, that's a heck of a seven-year span. <laughs> Championships at Bama. Going to Oklahoma, being highly successful there and transferring out of there, getting drafted, being on a team that has already played in a Super Bowl, it's highly talented. And if you win a Super Bowl, it's hard to beat that stretch that Jalen Hurts has if that ends up happening. But we are up against it. Going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have your Razor Hog update, as well as more of your phone calls and text messages on a wide open Wednesday. Coming up next.
This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use law enforcement siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention, like telling you if you get a speeding ticket, it doesn't end there. You have to pay expensive fines. You can't go to your friend's wedding because that also costs money. And your insurance rates could increase. See? We didn't have to use law enforcement sirens after all. Getting a speeding ticket has consequences. Sooner or later, speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Justin Anchor with Laura Beth from Coffin by Design West, where we always talk about getting everything you need for your home, but they also are your one-stop shop for tailgating. We are so happy football's back, Laura Beth, and Coffin by Design West has just what you need. Yeah, we do. We have smokers, coolers, grills, and even solo stoves for all those chilly game days. So if you want to stock up and get ready for your favorite tailgate, get out to Coffin by Design West. It's out west past Taylor Loop, 14900 Cantor Road. You can find out more about all the things they have to offer at CoffinLumber.com. Got a wedding in your future? Don't miss the Arkansas Democrat Gazette's Bridal Show Sunday, August 6th at the Statehouse Convention Center in Little Rock. With more than 60 exhibitors, multiple fashion shows, and tons of giveaways, the Bridal Show is not to be missed. Sponsored in part by Dillard's and the Bridal Cottage, tickets are $10 in advance to the August 6th Bridal Show. Visit ArkansasBridalCommunity.com for more info or call 501-378-3807. At Metal Supermarkets, we're here so you can get a bigger boat. How so? We're the one-stop shop for metal, which means you can get any metal. Cut to any size. Ready? Real fast. Saving you valuable time to convince your other half why a twin-engine center console makes sense for you and your entire family. Happy fishing, soldier. Metal Supermarkets. Order online at metalsupermarkets.com. Research shows people ignore radio ads. While I want you to remember that Liberty Mutual customizes and saves you hundreds on home insurance, I know no one's listening, so I can say anything. I can even tell Jenny that I never stop thinking about us. Sometimes I almost call, but I only truly feel safe revealing this in the privacy of my nationally broadcast radio ad. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is pot roast for only $7.49 per pound. Paired with macaroni and cheese for just $4.99 per pound. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Point of parliamentary procedure. Don't screw around. They're serious this time. Take it easy. I'm in pre-law, man. Thought you pre-med. What's the difference? On 1037 The Buzz.
Because of tripping with me Folks, and I got to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet and a deal that is just too good to be true, but it's about to come to an end. So you better make sure that you take advantage of it with their brand new Chevy Silverados, $7,000 off 2023s with a low rate of 1.9% and no payments for the rest of the summer. Folks, this is it. Like, you have to get in on this deal. And if you're not in on this deal, I don't know what you're doing. You know, you need you a new vehicle, you need you a new truck. No Silverados are beautiful, and that Guatney Chevrolet has plenty of inventory on them. $7,000 off, 1.9%, and no payments for the rest of the summer. You ain't beating that. So get over there to Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. And if you're coming from Little Rock, we know the traffic can be a little tough with all the construction and everything. But if you take the Main Street exit in Jacksonville, right off Main, then left on Bailey, and it'll let you right into Guatney's front door. So it's really easy to get to when you take that route. But... Check them out today, Guatney Chevrolet. If you don't want a Silverado, I don't know why you wouldn't, but that's okay because they have plenty of other vehicles to choose from, as well as a a lot of great inventory on pre-owned vehicles. So check them out today, Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive. Guatney Chevrolet is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guatney Chevrolet, and guatneychevrolet.com. Going to have Coach Matt Zimmerman joining us here in just a little bit, as we'll talk about scheduling with him uh, by the... Uh, I guess the, if you want to call it the suggestion of Pat Bradley, because Z, as we call him, used to do scheduling for Arkansas. In fact, he texted me, said 25 years is what he did scheduling for. So if there's a man that knows about it, it's Coach Matt Zimmerman. That's amazing. And he's done a number of different jobs, so he had a lot of different responsibilities. Oh, yeah. Uh, He was a jack of all trades and still is to this day. So we look forward to uh, catching up with him. I have a random question, though, uh, that I thought was pretty funny. I asked it on our... uh, uh, out of bounds Twitter question, if you want to call that a buzz, John Neighbors. But I saw Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Falcons. Yeah, you have to make that stipulation because just throwing out Arthur Smith, there are a lot of people that don't know who he is. Yeah, he's the Falcons head coach, the Atlanta Falcons head coach, and he was rocking a mustache. Now, like you know, any time that you you do something pretty drastic like that, or at least go for the full on mustache, we have beards, we have goatees, but with a mustache. It's very uh, particular. In fact, he even said when asked about it, quote, it's a lifestyle change. It's not for everybody. Because people are uh, giving him some uh, some hard times about it, which made me ask, like, are people, like, good with mustaches? I don't have a mustache. I could grow one. I know, Joe, you could grow one just straight on just a mustache. Yeah. But, and it was in style. There's been some styles. And, of course, anytime that uh, Top Gun movie comes out, it seems like people are all into it. But... Like, mustaches, is that a thing? Because a buddy of mine, <laughs> close friend, you know who I'm talking about, Joe, yeah. has a mustache. And Have you ever asked him if it's a thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've asked him many times. And we want him to keep it because this is what he jokes about so much, and it's so funny to me. He's like, I get so many comments about my mustache. Exactly. And people are like, I love your mustache, but it's never women. It's always oh, just guys. Gosh. Well, yeah, guys are coming like, man, want to dude. Change the thinking on that. Yeah, he's like, dude, the mustache is great, but it's more like just because guys think mustaches are cool. But you know, it, girls well, aren't why saying. Why don't you have one then? If, if you think it's cool, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm just saying. Like, I, I no, I'm saying like the people there are saying, hey, right. man, your mustache is cool. Okay, well, why don't you have one? Yeah, if you think that it's like you can grow one too. You can make it work. But uh, I've just, I just always found it fascinating. My dad had a mustache, and I think he still does to this day. He's had it ever since I can remember and growing up. Uh, but just I laugh when he has, like, if he would have had a goatee or even a beard, he may have gotten a comments. But because it's a mustache, it's like, no, that's a lifestyle change, and it's not for everybody. <laughs> so that's why I find it so funny with facial hair, how some things are just, you know, good to go, no problems. But the mustache is always like, okay, something's, there's something to that. There's more to it than just growing it out. So Paul Skeens, number one overall pick in the MLB draft, he rocked the mustache. Mm-hmm. And it's like that type of guy is the one that can pull it off the most because he's, like, hey, he's the first uh, pick in the draft, and he's Paul Skeens. He can make it work. 
Of course, we've seen a lot of famous athletes go with the mustache. We know Aaron Rodgers at times has had the mustache. Yeah. Uh, going with that, too. I uh, don't think Tom Brady ever tried to pull that off. I don't think that's his style. But uh, I just laughed when I saw that post by him. He's just like, nah, it's not for everybody. It's just a lifestyle change. Arthur Smith was featured on quarterback because of Marcus Mariota being on oh, there. Yeah, yeah. And the connection with them was he was the offensive coordinator when Mariota was with the Titans. And then Mariota got benched, actually, when he was with the Titans. But the connection was they were together there. And so when I, whenever he became a free agent, the Falcons looked at him, and they actually picked him up. And, and we know what happened with Mariota at the end of last yeah. season. Uh, he's, he's signed with the Eagles now. So he's going to be there okay. with uh, a team that, you know, they're really talented, and they can make a Super Bowl run, make a nice playoff run. But he's going to be there back in the role of being a backup to Jalen Hurts, but one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. That was going to be my next question of what, what did he end up doing, because I do remember how it ended last year, but that's awesome. He's with the Eagles. That's a, that'll be a good good spot for him. Uh, not like there's uh, added pressure or anything to him. It's like, oh, we, you know, we don't have a good quarterback situation here there by default. They got a great quarterback situation. It's more like, hey, I'll be over here if you guys need me. Exactly. And I'm good to go. Make, collecting a check. Maybe winning play, a Super Bowl. He can play the same way as Jalen Hurts. Now, uh, you know, some people may question that to say, well, you know, Jalen Hurts is so much better. But if you think about Mariota, he was number two pick overall. He's a really good runner. The thing that has always hampered him is health. He hit, he can't stay on the field because he's always injured, you know, for quite a bit of the season. But as a backup quarterback, you don't have to worry about that unless there's an injury to the starter. And now you go in and, and play. So what uh, what was the team that drafted him? Who, who, who drafted it him? It was the Titans. So the Titans drafted him. And so it's only been the Titans, the Falcons, and now the Eagles? Or was he somewhere else in between that? Raiders. Raiders. I knew there was yeah, another team. Yeah, he was with the Raiders there. for a few years. Raiders. Okay, yeah. Well, good for him. That'll be awesome. And he actually played a little bit where, you know, Derek Carr was there for a long time. But anytime they would get in a goal line situation and they wanted to go more run-oriented with the option... They would put him in. Mm. Well, maybe uh, they'll see some packages for him uh, with Philadelphia. Yeah, maybe not, because Jalen Hurts <laughs> can do all that. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe if they're just trying to not make him get hurt. I don't know. But that's good for him. Is uh, everything for him is uh, going well as a backup quarter? By the way, the the poll question was just, what do you think about mustaches? Yes or no? It's about pretty indicative of everything. Fifty point five percent say yes. Forty nine point five say no. So pretty split as far as just. What's your opinion on mustaches? Yes or no? <laughs> you know, you can interpret it however you want. But, again, some people have to really pull it off a certain way. And we always have a smart aleck. Like Eddie on Twitter says, well, they look terrible on women, so I say no. It's like, well, okay, thank you. <laughs> we weren't really discussing yeah, that, but okay. Great answer. Great. Uh, glad, you could, uh, glad you could put that uh, into perspective. Goodness. But, hey, listen, we're up against the top of the hour. Updates coming up we got Coach Matt Zimmerman joining us. We're talking about scheduling. Guy's been doing it a long time, especially with the news of Arkansas adding Purdue in the exhibition charity game for men's basketball this season in Bud Walton. But we'll get to that and a lot more in the third hour of Out of Bounds coming up next. Roger Scott for Family Markets. Are you looking for a grocery store that feels like home? Then look no further than Family Markets. With stores located in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills, you can think of them as neighborhood staples, where the butchers still cut and pack their own meat, where the produce is always fresh, and customer service is a top priority. And with over 100 years of experience and knowledge in the grocery business, the management team of Family Markets is dedicated to bringing you the best shopping experience possible. So why not stop by and check them out today?